0: This episode is brought to you by Canto Byte. In Canto Byte, all your dreams can come true. With our amazing casinos and father races, everyone is happy on Canto Byte. Just don't look too closely. <laughs> <laughs> nothing a little music, can't help.
1: Rockin', rockin' and rollin'. Down to the beach I'm strolling. We are the podcast. That will light the fire. That will burn the Snapchat down.
0: Stop it now! Welcome to Voice of the Rebellion. This is episode 15. 15. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about probably nothing important. No, I don't really think anything important. really happened this week. No, so, so yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, well see you that's next a week. wrap. All Bye. Right. Now we're going to be talking about the Last Jedi. So, if you have not seen the Last yeah. Jedi. Stop listening. Stop it. Stop we're, right now. We're going... I think the only proper way to talk about it is full spoilers. Yeah, in we're, going, detail. we're going into it. Yeah. This is probably going to be a long episode because we're going to cover everything. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, this is going to be a long one. So, we're going to jump right into the news. Okay, first of all, um, on Friday, this is the 15th, the day that the, uh, the movie came out, J.J. Mm-hmm. J. Abrams went in and pitched... The episode nine script to uh, Bob Iger, okay. who's the Disney CEO. Um, so he got the verbal pitch about what it's going to be about. Um, I'm assuming that he probably saw the movie like a while ago. Yeah, and you know, is, knew what was going on. Is that like all the news there is? Like, like did did Bob Iger give a response? Or, we don't. We don't nothing? know. Okay. More, more likely than not, he probably pitched it. Bob Iger probably had some questions. Yeah. He probably went back and did some, you know, re- revision or at least, you know. Well, wouldn't, was like, also, wouldn't Kathleen Kennedy's opinion be more important? She was probably in the room. Like, okay. he, he's yeah. probably already pitched it to her. Yeah. Then she had, then she and him went okay. and he pitched it. That makes sense. Then Bob Iger. But, like, here's our idea. Yeah. You know, there's for stuff like that, then there's going to be, like, a back and forth. Like, oh, why is this going to happen? Why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Here's the thing. In the end, Bob Iger probably... Bob Iger's probably never seen any of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's a huge, huge CEO yeah. of Disney. So he, he's like,
1: well, Last Jedi made money, so yeah, sure. Yeah, he's like,
0: like, he's wanting to know, like, what the budget is. Yeah. He's wanting to know, like, you know, how confident they are that this is going to be very successful and, yeah. you know, do everything. And, you know, <laughs> You're exactly. like that's a
1: question. I know, yeah. Speaking of which, Last Jedi opened to $220, 220 um, million, million dollars. Um, which uh, is only second to Force Awakens in North America. Yes.
0: Um, $248 million is how much The Force Awakens made. And then um, the film has made $450 million around the world since opening overseas. Mm-hmm. It is not even open in China. Which China then. is the biggest. Um, yes. Well, second, second biggest. Us, but uh, January 5th. Is when um, they see it. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be huge over there they've already made a, approximately um, half a billion dollars on this yeah. movie so far so yeah. I um, think I think they're gonna do okay yeah I yeah. think they'll be able to break well, even
1: they um they bought Lucasfilm for four billion and yeah. Force Awakens made two billion yeah Rogue One made one billion yeah probably another two billion from this one yeah so now they actually have profit <laughs>
0: Which in the and end then, was a good deal because George Lucas wasn't going to be making any more movies. Yeah. It's so in yeah. it's so, not like that money was going to, um, you know, have ended up but, in Lucas's pockets.
1: We'll talk more at the end of the episode about J.J. Abrams' pitch um, and how we feel about that. Yeah. But let's move into, obviously, the biggest thing. One day I was walking and I found this big love. So, yes. The Last Jedi the last jedi we saw it yes we loved it we cried we laughed i didn't cry um that i didn't but only because everything in it was so bam 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 yeah i'm just trying to keep up with it and process what's going on um i know on a second viewing there are certain scenes i will definitely cry during yeah luke's Um, um farewell to leia that that um, one that one
0: like started to get me a little bit choked up. Yeah. Luke's didn't because
1: I oh wait, I did okay, I didn't like full on cry, but I started getting teary eyed when Luke watched the sunsets. Yeah. Um, now with um <laughs> I didn't because
0: it felt like you know, it felt like a good ending for him. Yeah, like with Han Solo, it was like tragic. His son murders him. I right. was not expecting. I was like, "What?" Yeah. With Luke, it was. It wasn't that I was expecting his death, but it was yeah. like, "Okay, now he's one
1: with the Force." Yeah. Like, no, I, it wasn't. It wasn't like a sad tears for me. It was just like yeah. a kind of like a happy. Like this is perfect. Yeah. Um, which I'll go into more later. Um, but yeah. So overall impressions. Um, beautiful film yeah uh, the shots are amazing, visually um, stunning. Brian Johnson's obviously a great director.
0: One thing a little bit disappointed in hmm. is in every single one of the original trilogy films and in the Force awakens, the very first thing you see the is a star destroyer, and in this one, it was the rebel ships. it was yeah I kind of hoped like especially because it immediately started the battle. there's like yeah.
1: It turns it on. Yeah. It's, I don't know if that yeah. was intentional. I don't um, think so. I think it's like. It was just kind of where especially they Especially when you go. It was into, just kind of where they needed to start. Exactly. So. But I was kind of. I was like.
0: Oh no. They yeah. finally broken the cycle. I mean. The, the prequels broke it too. but well, yeah. That yeah. doesn't. Um, that doesn't count. So. Yeah. But um, anyway. No. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous film. Um, I loved all the locations. They were all beautiful.
1: Yeah. Oh ideas. yeah. Um, yeah. Just the idea of a uh, crate. Is yeah. actually unique you know yeah it's not like here's a water planet here's yeah. a here's a snow planet like yeah. oh a mineral planet like that's actually mm-hmm. different um yeah um and then it was obviously just a very great middle chapter yeah. um and we're about to go into this but um just all the characters um go through kind of the building up and tearing down uh process mm-hmm. um they have to be uh, deconstructed uh rebuilt uh, a lot of emotional trauma um, it was a very perfect middle film yeah um and this film I think can only act as a middle film it wouldn 't make sense in any other place, yeah um, and yeah, all the character arcs I think were perfect mm-hmm. um well one i ne nah, which we 'll talk about, but mm-hmm. um mostly every character arc was perfect, uh perfectly woven into each other um with an actual here's what I really appreciate about this film I felt like it was the first Star Wars film that had an actual message like yeah. like now obviously there's a lot of um you know mythic things going on in the other Star Wars films there are messages you know about fight the, the dark good and evil mm-hmm. you know controlling your emotions and all that stuff um but I felt like this was the first film that really tried to go out of a way out of its way to say something specific and not just one thing specific, but multiple things, yeah. um, which we'll go over. Um, so it was really, it was really refreshing. Um, it was very much more kind of modern take. on yeah. Star Yeah. I mean, even uh, the, even the, um, the filming of things was very, very
0: modern. Um, yeah. because I mean, we've never seen in star Wars before, like rapid, like cutting back and forth between two characters, in different locations, mm-hmm. conversing. Yeah.
1: Or, um, flashbacks flashbacks that was new Flash, yeah, uh, They've never. Like, and it didn't bother me no, uh yeah I, it was just like oh i'm on board that's fine yeah like um yeah the way they did it it was just so especially because for that specific character arc it's like everyone's different point of view about what happened and that's that's the point now one um, shot
0: that bothered bridget that i didn't think about until like she told me and i was like oh yeah that was weird on crate mm-hmm when the rebels are all getting ready for the invasion Mm -hmm. at one point for a single shot, there's a handheld camera, like running through the trenches with the troops. That's even like lower grade film. So it's meant to be, look like sort of like a war documentary, Hmm. but it's for one shot. And then never ever again, when when
1: Poe goes back into the bunker and he's like, let's get out of
0: here. Right. Well, it's like like, the the camera like follows the guys like out of the bunker out into the trench just for like a second, and that's it. It was really weird. Yeah,
1: like, I guess that doesn't really fit with the broader. It didn't fit the broader in, shot, but yeah, but it, yeah. I mean, so like, okay, stealing. so one <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we both loved it. Yeah, um, critics loved it. It's got ninety three percent on yeah. the Tomato Meter for at Tomatoes. Uh, I did not realize that this would be so divisive for fans. I know.
0: Yeah. So I had. I had watched uh Movie Bob's YouTube review of it before oh, I went. Yeah. And he loved it. He gave okay. it three and a half stars out of four. Okay. Um he, you know, he pointed out like a few issues that he had, but he, he avoided any spoilers, so I wasn't spoiled on anything. Right, right. And a few other places I read were all like, This is amazing, this is fantastic, yeah, go see it. And then I saw on CNN there was a review that was like, that, like I just read the headline that was like, Last is kind of a disappointing movie and kind of <laughs> sucks. And I was like, okay, well I don't really care about what's well like the movie yeah. critic at CNN thinks because like he goes and sees tons of movies. He probably yeah, yeah. he probably really like his favorite film was probably Sideways. Yeah. You know, he doesn't so, and but I care about the Star
1: Wars fans whether yeah. they liked it or not. Yeah. And so I was like, I can ignore that. So we'll go into definitely certain Star Wars fans' complaints uh more towards the end. But I think we should start with what we truly loved about the film. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. Um now, I I do understand, like, overall, um, some of the complaints about, like, pacing. Yeah. Because it was just very constant. Um, it didn't feel like it had a proper, like, rise to a climax. It was just, yeah. this happened. This happened. So I totally get that. But upon, like, further viewings, that won't bother me at all. Yeah. Uh, first viewing, it's like you're kind of jarred by it. You're trying to take uh, Yeah, I'm really just trying to... Just, first like my, my first viewing of a movie is the story and then second viewing is really feeling what the characters are feeling yeah um because i already know what the story is I, so. I wish i had gotten the
0: chance to do what one of my friends did he went and saw the film opening night mm-hmm. and then on saturday he had tickets for five showings
1: five showings and he watched it back to back to back to back oh man i don't <laughs> know if i could do that but because <laughs> <laughs> it is two and a half hour movie yeah Takes that out of you. Plus, you because well, because it's like it builds you up and tears you down. Like I, know, I, I don't yeah. know if I can go through that emotional trauma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I definitely uh, want
0: to see it. Probably, I'm going to try to see if I can find time to see it within this
1: next week. Um, yeah, but probably know. a couple of weeks for me. But yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm just gearing up to try to see it again. So let's make our case. Um, let's go to everything we loved about the film. Uh, let's start with, and this will be kind of a loose um, construction. We're going to talk about the themes, the character arcs. Uh, our favorite like shots and um, yeah. and scenes, and then uh, people's complaints. Yeah. Um, but we might jump around a bit, but who cares? You can't really do one without the other. Yeah. Um, so one theme I actually picked up on that I I actually loved, um, which I've actually seen people talk about, is the use of animals. Yeah, there was a lot of last scenes. Jedi. Um, so <laughs> the darkest scene in the whole film. Yeah. I'm not even joking here. This is the darkest scene: yeah. is the Chewbacca eating the pork, or well, yeah. about to eat the pork? Like yeah. it's on a little rotisserie. Yeah. I'm watching that. I'm like, this isn't a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. they went there.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, not only that, it, the other, the other kind of disturbing scene with animals is when Luke is milking that <laughs> giant. Yeah, I
1: know that was really jarring too. I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. He's like the milk's like spilling into his beard he's looking up like Yeah, that's right. It's like whoa. Um Yeah.
0: And then also the scene where the porgs the the lightsaber's sitting there on the ground. Oh I know you think it's like they hit it. Yeah, one yeah. of was pushing the button and you're like, Yeah, they're are they really?
1: I know like, my wife was like my wife like yelled out,
0: No, no, no Okay.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and then the scene with the yeah with the Chewbacca on the rotisserie. Yeah and and Chewbacca decides not to eat it, you know, because the porgs are all looking at him like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and uh, my wife was like, well, what's the point now? It's already dead. She was <laughs> like really upset
0: by the scene. Yeah. Uh, but it did. It looked really delicious. Like <laughs>
1: yeah. it had a nice browning to I, it. And... I, so I, don't, I can't tell if it was like the whole scene was just meant as a joke or if it was actually supposed to be commentary on being, like, vegetarian. I don't think like, so. Like, this is the food was, you're eating. Like, these, these, these porks have feelings well, and families. Everybody's
0: been talking for the past year that the trailer's been out about, like, people eating. I know. Like, Luke's gonna eat the porks. That's so why I, I was so surprised to see it. That, that, well, <laughs> the scene, That scene feels like it was, like, in the uh, reshoots. They were like, okay, everybody's talking about, let's have. <laughs> let's like, do it. Let's have Chewbacca <laughs> the Chewbacca eating the oh man um, um, and then the, the whole the, his whole ship was infested
1: yeah so there was just when it made porgs. sense he was like okay you're right I, I'm gonna make friends with these guys instead yeah. and then, well, they had nests <laughs> set up yeah, I all loved of it stuff. And, yeah. well and also on a note with the porgs like people were all like oh my gosh they're the next Ewoks they weren't in the movie that no, much they really it was just side scenes for comedic relief so like chill out now Chewbacca's run off with all these porgs <laughs>
0: and they they seem to breed fairly fast so, I would love to see, like, in the next movie, if, they, like, it jumps ahead in time, that, like, they're spread throughout the galaxy.
1: Like, at like, every planet. You infested on, the universe. The, yeah. Basically, <laughs> you've got, like, porgs just, like. Like, like un- introducing all, a new animal to an ecosystem. Yeah. So I can't take it in. And it, it Every planet, like, just in spreads. the background, you notice, like, there's a few porgs. Like, a, like, they're all over now. Yeah. Um, another great use of the animals was the, um, they called fathiers? Fathiers, Fathiers, yeah. um, so very much so. Obviously, it's a common motif in Star Wars that the um, indigenous creatures or animals will take over, like fight back against the mm-hmm. oppressors. So yeah. like, so like the, the Gungans, um, Gungans, the Ewoks, yeah, et cetera. So I felt like this was kind of like that. Like they they took down um, the system of like cause it was it was like a horse track race, you know? Like yeah. it was like the like, they're just being abused. Yeah, um, yeah. You can see the scars on them and everything. Yeah, they're
0: kind of like horse. Dog, rabbits. Was <laughs> yeah, was... I thought they looked really cool. Oh yeah, uh, and great. and they were apparently um, when you saw them in the stalls, those were um, animatronics
1: oh, too, cool. which is cool. Um, um, but yeah, yeah so really... the, the use of animals again there, um, and then the uh, voltrixes is that there or voltrixes? Voltrix, voltrices
0: uh, is, is the plural. Yeah, um,
1: um, the fact that they were like um, sort of companions in the way that they kind of showed them a way out, not like yeah. really purposeful, but. Um, again, like it was like the animals saved them. Well, I mean, the, the rebels hadn't been uh, there in
0: thirty years; there yeah. wasn't anybody there, and yet they were more than like, yeah, they were hanging out among the rebels, right. like there. So they were like, they're very um, symbiotic. that They were helping out the yeah, the heroes, um, yeah. and then the the they aren't actually animals, but the caretakers. <laughs>
1: I actually really Great really comedic. love the caretakers, yeah. uh,
0: especially because they didn't show up like in the very first scene. Like it was actually, it seemed like it was a couple of days, right? Yeah, it, later. You're like,
1: oh, they're the only ones there. Like, yeah. oh, wait.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> they've got this. They've got these little fish nuns, nuns, <laughs> yeah, who take care of everything, and apparently have for years. And uh, Ryan Johnson said that they're um, they're all women, and that they. Like have for thousands of years have just yeah. served on this island. A bunch of people are like? Well, if they're all women, how do they breed? Well, I'm sure they're like from other islands, and that they like yeah. these women are sent over to take care of this whole thing. And the entire time, just they just she Ray just pisses them off constantly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she shoots a hole through her, through the through side the of head her hut, and, and she slashes the boulder, she slashes it the falls boulder. down and <laughs> hits their cart. And they look up like, what the. yeah and so i really really enjoyed them i thought there was a nice little piece of comedy in there and you could you could just you just felt for him you just felt
1: bad for him the whole time (laughs) um another theme uh which hasn't actually really been explored in a star wars film is war profiteering yeah um so you got this with um both the uh canto bite the casinos Mm -hmm. uh, rose explaining like you know they're awful because they take advantage of the resources around them, um, and yep. they don't care about the war around them. They're just yep. in it for the money. And then also DJ, the new like uh, code breaker, bringing that point home. Yeah, where he's like, see, this person on this ship was selling to both mm-hmm. uh, the first order and the resistance. And all the ships they were showing were all from the galactic civil war. Every single one of those
0: ships. Yeah, was um, there was some tie interceptors, tie mm-hmm. bombers. All the old ships from the original trilogy. And then it yeah. was an old school X-Wing. So it's been happening. Um, for yeah. yeah. Uh, now, DJ. I feel like he's supposed to be much more important. His name is never mentioned in the movie. Right. He's listed as DJ. But the the arabesque on his hat says, don't join.
1: Okay. I mean, don't yeah. join either
0: side. Yeah, yeah. So that's where DJ comes from. Yeah. But I was just waiting for the point at which, like... Captain Phasma when she's like handing him off his stuff would be mm-hmm. like, here you are, Fett, like something yeah, like that. Yeah.
1: But just, I mean, I one of the points of the film, which we'll talk about in a second, is um that it, not everybody has to be someone. I know, but it just like,
0: felt like so, it just feels like Yeah. You know, it felt odd and like And it can
1: still be that.
0: Um, I don't understand why he exists. I'm not and I'm not talking about DJ, I'm talking about Benicio Toro. I don't know why he
1: exists. <laughs> that guy is no. But um, also DJ. No, I, th- I mean, I, th- I think the, I liked the character in the movie because I felt like it was a response to the Star Wars universe and yeah. what's going on. Because since episode one, there have been these constant wars. And so you got to have a character who's like, I don't care anymore. OK, yeah. you guys are just going to fight each other till the end of time. I'm in it for me. Yeah. OK, so I'm just going to go about my business. And so I, I, I appreciated appreciate that element basically yeah um, which I think just drove home the the war profiteering point as well because um, you could have on one hand just a guy looking out for himself and then you could also have this entire enterprise built from mm-hmm. that philosophy yeah, yeah. Um, so Canto Bite. I thought it was gorgeous yeah it was weird. just that shot the beginning
0: shot the, the like like going like the music and Anthony Daniels did um, Droid School with the Guys who were being the waiters, the yeah. droids, <laughs> where he taught them how to move like he does, yeah, and stuff. There's a whole video of him showing that. <laughs> um, also, Warwick Davis was one of the little tiny aliens yeah. in there. Oh, was he? Okay, um, that's cool. The the guy who is the uh, the alien who ended up reporting their their shuttle mm-hmm. onto the cops yeah. was um, uh, what's his name, Robin from the Batman, um, Dark Knight movies. Uh, oh, what's the j- name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Joseph Gordon-Levitt oh, okay. was the voice. Like, he was, it was, it oh, was okay. him in the, yeah. in the body. Um, but the whole scene was really gorgeous. Oh, and the, the location, they shot the exterior stuff, mm-hmm. was, um, the city in Croatia that they film all of the stuff from King's Landing for Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So that was, yeah, the exact thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um yeah, I really like I uh, you know, as somebody who runs Star Wars role playing games, it was cool to see like oh, yeah. all the casino like, stuff you're and you're it was like, like okay, there's so much stuff here. we use. go. This is so good. Yeah. Like I really liked the the little um alien who kept throwing shoving coins in VBA yeah, yeah. to do something. <laughs> and um And that becomes a plot point later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, what? And uh the they had the the gambling wheels and stuff like that, now, yeah, which, I, which I think is called a Jubilee wheel. I think they actually, I, I think a few of those yeah. things you were seeing. Yeah. Like I, I'm interested in going back and re and rewatching and seeing yeah. if they're playing sabak or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to just see the, the world building was really nifty yeah. too. But in the end, I think, I feel like that, that entire section of the movie, like it was about a half hour. Mm-hmm. it, it made the the movie is a about a half hour longer than any other previous yeah. Star Wars film. No, I agree. It, but what it felt like was an episode of Star Wars Rebels stuck into the middle of it. Yeah, plus
1: because it, it had its own little private message to tell about war profiteering. It well, felt not, like, not only that, but like it didn't even end up panning out for anything because yeah. they didn't end up taking out the breakers for them to jump the no, speed again. They didn't need any yeah. of that. Stuff. But here's the thing: here's why you needed it, though. The whole point. Was about high society oppressing, uh, oppressing people like the kid in the stable, right? Yeah. So later on, at the end, when you have the kid who's got the ring that Rose gave to him with the rebel symbol on it, yeah, that's the point. Is that's the spark of rebellion.
0: I just felt so, like and maybe been... they could have
1: worked that in somewhat in a different way. Yeah, um, but I can understand keeping it because of that reason.
0: Yeah, I just yeah. feel like there could have been a better. Plot that they could have had, they could have still gone
1: to Canto Bite, but I, I feel like it yeah. could have been, it could have think, been done better. I think too much time was wasted on DJ, um, Yeah. and I appreciate what the character was, but too much of the like, like stealing a ship and then. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, because um, we're on the this, this subject, Fastmo was completely wasted again. I did not care at all, and and unless, unless okay, here's the thing, unless no no no, 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 listen, no listen listen no
0: so. Yes, she was wasted. I really loved the shot where she had, like, her helmet. Yeah. He's part of her helmet blown off, so you finally, like, saw her eye, and she was, like, looking L- at him. But here's the thing. She's not wasted if she shows up in the next film. Because then it's like, what? How? How She, she fell in she, flames, I sir. I know. She fell in flames. In reflective <laughs> armor. <laughs> no, but, like, if she Exposed showed, armor. Yeah but she shows back up and they're just like, "They can We No mention not. of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <And> just hello
1: Finn, <laughs> like what? Yeah, they're like, we, we can't yeah. kill her. What is going but on? Here's the thing. I didn't care. It was like, even if, if Finn had just said like a line of dialogue where he was like, you can't just condition people. Like, I, I proved yeah. you wrong. Even if he had just said that, it would have been, okay, fine. Yeah. But it was just, oh, Phasmus here, you're, you're okay, you're gone. That's it. Yeah. And like, ah. so maybe that wasn't the best, but um, we're supposed to be making our case why it's good. Yes. Uh let's move on. Um another theme that um I haven't seen picked up on a lot by other people is um the idea of the potential of somebody yeah. to either be good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um so like Luke used the force to see Kylo's Ren's future in the in the flashback. And he's so horrified by it that for yeah. a, like in in his word, for a fleeting moment uh he felt like he needed to just end it there and then. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, created the kind of, I guess, misunderstanding that caused Kylo Ren to feel betrayed. Yeah. Um, thus putting that in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I just feel like it's it's very much connected to, so obviously, the, you know, Ray, you, you see seeds of, okay, so like that scene where Kylo Ren and Ray team up mm-hmm. uh, and they're taking out all their, and guards. Yeah, you really feel like for a moment. Um, well, even before then, you really feel like it can go either way. Rey could go to the dark side, or Kylo Ren come to the light side. Yeah. Point being, we're all capable of both, mm-hmm. and it's not so dogmatic. Like if yeah. you strip away the dogma, which they both did. Yeah. Um, so, and I feel like there's got to be something to Rey's Force vision, which was I guess it's a Force vision. Really clear of her going down into, like, the deep of the island yeah. and seeing the mirror and seeing these reflections of herself. And I, I feel like it represented, to me personally, um, like, because it was like one action was happening one millisecond after the next. And it was like, and, and they well, talked about how the Force connected it. Um, yeah. It felt like this, like, like one action to the next that your potential of, like... The people behind her were acting before
0: the quote unquote prime ray was acting. Yeah. Which means <laughs> that that her actions were predetermined. Yeah, but she had to snap because the ones behind her snapped.
1: Yeah. But so but wasn't the point also that things aren't predetermined? Because you really believe that it could go either way. That it's that it's not that it's up to you where you go. Um so I don't know <sighs> I just felt like there's competing messages there. I don't think so and, because in the end in
0: they've actually discovered recently scientifically that we don't have any control over our actions that our yeah, our bodies yeah. will start acting mm-hmm. and then our brains justify afterwards why we did it like mi- like you know yeah milli milli milliseconds afterwards yeah and so that she is compelled to do what she does yeah
1: well, maybe we should no. shelf this. It's, yeah, because this this could be in a whole episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just feel like um, just the idea of the potential of somebody. Yeah. Um, was a good theme. Uh, but let's move on. Um, the whole theme of so Rose's line, um, after she saves Finn at the end, where she says, "Um, that's how we win—not by attacking what we hate, but by saving what we love." Yeah. Um, that was I felt a lesson not just to Finn. But Poe, because yeah. Poe's whole character arc, which I loved, yeah, um, was like Poe is just obsessed with getting the bad guy, you know, yeah, just taking him down, take down the Dreadnought in the beginning, yeah, um, and then he has to step back and and kind of realize, no, you need to save your own fleet, yeah, which really was what the whole film was about, because the whole fleet is like it's a chase scene, you know, so they're, they're trying to get away. Yeah. He's like, how do we save as many as we can? So instead of just attacking us, which is just a saving, which is why in the end, the whole idea of um like those few rebels finally getting out of um crate. all oh, like ten um, of them. Yeah. Um <laughs> that they needed to because they have to spark the rebellion everywhere else. Yeah. Just saving what you love. Um is more important than attacking yeah. what you hate. Because so, they
0: could have like raced out and shot at the, yeah, the giant. Like, they're and not then, whatever they're new. Yeah, animals. and then and what would have
1: happened. Yeah, Nothing. they all like, would have died. You need to save what you love so you can inspire others. Yeah. Um, which is the point of the scene at the very end with the kid uh, holding up the broom up in the space. Um, yeah. You know, and the like lighting he's... was, like, just right, so it made his broom look like it was a glowing blue light <laughs> Yeah, lightsaber. exactly. Yeah. Like, 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 it's going to inspire a new generation. Yeah. Um... um which also, you know, play with the line, into the line of, like, we're the spark that will light the fire of the rebellion. Yeah. Um, uh, I also felt... Um, so someone said that they didn't like that the, um, the entire plot of the movie was just the ships losing fuel. Like, that was the entire plot of the movie. Yeah. Um, I did like that for two reasons. One, um, the simplicity of it allowed you to actually explore the characters. Yeah. And the... Because you have to... Um, explore the like the, the emotional parts of the characters um yeah. and their philosophies instead of just this big plot happening around yeah. you you have to have um, finn in there trying to start a coup and you know, <laughs> mutiny and yeah. all this yeah. different stuff and um and two i actually felt like these ships losing fuel perfectly symbolized the rebellion losing hope yeah um i mean rose even mentioned in the beginning that she had shock three people who were trying to defect yeah from in the escape pods yeah um so it it's uh yeah so and it perfectly represented like they just gotta get away they're trying to save what's left um they're losing fuel everyone's losing hope yeah um but you know obviously they end up getting away yeah um let's talk about Luke (laughs) yes so Luke Luke's entire character arc is a theme of the movie yeah Um, um Okay, so there are people who don't like what happened with Luke. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you here, all right? Luke Skywalker is my favorite fictional character.
0: Yeah.
1: I was – How he- do you mean fictional? I know. He's real in my heart. <laughs> um, and, and I was actually a little bit wary too watching the movie, especially in the beginning when it seemed like – Was he going to kill Kylo Ren? Like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the well, Luke I know. I mean,
0: here's, a th- here's one of the things too, um, really quick. The whole, that whole scene of him killing Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. he initially said, I went to go talk to him and he attacked, he lashed out and attacked me. Yeah. Then Kylo Ren said, then his he story. showed up and was going to murder me and yeah. we saw like Luke with like murder in his eyes. Yeah. And they say that there's always then three the versions. Truth. Yeah. Yes. There's three versions of a story. There's one side, the other side then the truth. Yes. And so we got to see like how in the end, like the truth ended up being this like thing that
1: was yeah. the which is great because yeah. that's that's another theme of the movie too. Yeah. Um but uh so yeah at first I was really wary but you know by the end of it I was just so happy with where they took Luke's story. Yeah. Um so let's go into that. Yeah. His the whole idea of Luke's um character arc actually mimics the resistance's situation. Yeah. Um and that is so he has to first recognize his failures. Yeah. Um, kind of like how Poe had to recognize his failures. Um, yeah. Move on, and then let the next generation take over for the sake of, of hope. Yeah. So, Luke had lost hope. Yeah. Um, he couldn't confront the failure that he had with Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kind of has to start to learn, you know, Ray kind of opens the door a bit. Um, but really, it's that glorious conversation with Yoda. Mm-hmm. That is the pivotal moment for him. Yeah. Where um Yoda's like, so he, you know, Luke wants to burn down the forest tree and, yeah. and the text within it. And that whole scene was great too. Like like when Luke says, like, like when Yoda's like, did you read the text? And Luke's like, Yeah, he's like, Yeah, I know. page turner, they were not. I'm like yeah. <laughs> perfect. Um but uh but finally when like Yoda, you know, does the lightning on it, and he and he's trying to teach Luke this last lesson. It's like, it's the job of the student to go beyond the master okay and it's our own failures that teach them those things yeah that allow them to go beyond so um luke finally has learned that his failure with kylo ren you know that can be um something that both ray and kylo can can uh use to go beyond the master yeah um and, and so he's finally you know he, He's at peace with that, but not only that, but you know, he was so bent on destroying the old Jedi Order. I love one of the first lines he says to Ray. It was like, "It's vanity that yeah. the Jedi were just. They thought they owned the Force."
0: Yeah. Well, and he he brought up that one. He brought up Darth City, which is great, which meant which because it like was, tied into the prequels. Yeah. Generally, like to avoid like mentioning the prequels, yeah, which I hate. Um. And, and then he actually like called out Obi Wan. Like he yeah. was like. Yeah, so it's, like, it's like a Jedi Master. I was like, created this monster. I was
1: watching this, and was like, whoa! He throwing shade down on Obi Wan. I know.
0: <laughs> and one thing, I I kind of wished that it it'd be difficult, but. I kind of wished that instead of Yoda it had been Obi-Wan. I know, but you couldn't do it without... I mean, the thing is, they've shown in Rogue One that they can do CGI, but it's entirely
1: possible that Ryan Johnson was like, I don't want some creepy guy... Well, I actually think the point of him bringing up Obi-Wan is that's how he feels. He feels he failed his student as Obi-Wan did.
0: And also, um, with the books... um, I didn't notice this, but Bridget did and a bunch of other people online have, so I'm looking forward to like going back and rewatching this. Mm-hmm. That Yoda specifically is when Luke's like, oh no, all of these these books are destroyed. And Yoda tells him, Ray has everything that she needs.
1: Yeah.
0: You're just like, okay, she just has everything she needs to learn, but Turns out that Rey had stolen all the books already. Yeah, because when she leaves in the Millennium when in, in, when she leaves in the Millennium Falcon, she apparently took the books because that final shot when they're getting Rose mm-hmm. onto the the ship and they're laying her down, were, where where uh, Chewbacca had been put in the previous film, mm-hmm. I had I'd actually noticed that because I had watched the Force Awakens the yeah. before. Um, the books are there on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so she, Rey had already stolen all the books. So. Luke was going to burn this thing down with the books inside. And then yeah. in the end, like he didn't have to burn down the tree at all. Like yeah, yeah. it was um, just,
1: and Yoda knew it. So, but so the idea there being that like, I think Luke was stuck thinking either there's no, um, either, either it's the old Jedi order or there, or there's no Jedi at all. Yeah. He didn't seem to be able to comprehend that you can, again, use those failures to create a new Jedi Order that yeah. is different. Um, and so he finally learns that, which is what was really great about one of the last lines he says, and that's, no, I will not be the last Jedi. Yeah. When he's talking to Kylo Ren at the end. Um, it was so great because you, you really understood. It's like, like not Jedi in the sense of exactly what he taught, but yeah. a new generation... Um, which again, with the kid at the end who used the force and the broom, yeah, this is gonna be a new generation of hope, um, the Jedi, and he also understands that his story is done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people were like, "Why would he just die?" Um, his story is is done. The yeah. suns had set. Um, he didn't need anything else. Yeah, uh, she now had everything that she needed to be yeah. able to carry on. The right. Jedi. Um, and and again, and the best symbolism actually in the movie. Um, the fact that his lightsaber was broken when you actually saw it broken. Yeah. We're done with the skywalkers. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Even you can even e- people say, well, Kylo Ren Skywalker. Kylo Ren is done with the skywalkers. Yeah. He doesn't even consider himself a Skywalker. He's Kylo Ren. He's, he's not Kylo ben Ren. Solo. Yeah. He's yeah. yeah. He's, he says, let the past die. That's yeah. his whole shtick. I like You um, can see the lightsaber crystal. On the mean, yeah, yeah. It, it and cool. it's like, this is, and finally you really feel like Star Wars is actually moving on. Um, which really makes me excited about the next film. And, and it yeah. really makes me think that you were said in a previous episode that you wanted to see um, this trilogy wrap up um, kind of where episode one starts. Yeah. And I think it will because it, they're setting it up to be they're going to try to instate this new republic, you know, with after the new after Jedi their, Order. With a yeah. new Jedi Order, a new generation, and it will end with there being lots of Jedi. And then you can go back to episode one and restoring one. peace and, and then justice. Then, and then, then the story can start over um, yeah. with episode one. Um, but anyway, sorry that diverged off of Luke a little bit. But uh, so I just love Luke's story because I saw someone say, and this really made me bad, um, They didn't like that Luke was so flawed and human because that didn't that didn't make sense for him in in um, like the other movies. He wasn't flawed. Yes, he was. He was really flawed. He, he, he raced to go save Han and Leia and he quit his training. Yeah. He, uh, he had empathy with his father despite his masters telling him not to. Yeah. And he, and he almost went to the dark side. He returned to the Jedi. Like he, I mean, he was a whiny little is, baby too. Like that's a flawed. This is a flawed. Ca- okay. Uh, hold up there, partner. Um, th- this is the flawed character. So I'm totally yeah. fine with him being flawed yeah. and learning a lesson in the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, his whole character arc being the theme of trying to confront your failures and moving on and, and trying to reinstill that hope in you. Because me personally, like on a completely personal note, yeah, I'm at the mindset right now of where Luke was in the start of Last Jedi. I feel very much like I am done with everyone's ideology, just fighting each other all the time. Like I Yeah, there's just no hope or goodness left. And so eventually you're going to and learn that there is a good ideology. Um, well, I, I, I need to I need to learn the lesson that the film is trying to challenge me with, and that is yeah. um, this new generation. Which I mean, really, I'm yeah, I'm young, so I'm a part of this new generation yeah. that needs to um, rise up, you know, as rebels yeah. and and reinstate hope. Um, there's a line in the movie. Sorry, I'm talking a lot, but yeah. um, there's a line in the movie. Um, it's uh, I think Haldo says it. By the way, Haldo, my favorite new character. Haldo's um, fantastic. Haldo uh, says hope is like the sun. Um, if you only believe in it when you see it, you'll never get through the night. Yeah. So it's like, I'm in the frame of mind as Luke is that I only believe in hope when I see it. Yeah. But if I do that, I'll never get through the night. Yeah. I need to create that hope. I need to be part of that hope. Um, protect that hope. Yeah. Um,
0: I I thought it was she was being much more literal and it was a diatribe against flat earthers.
1: <laughs> another theme of the movie, yeah. <laughs> the Earth is round. That was another thing. Yeah, there was round planets all over the place. I, know. I mean, <laughs> um, um, now Luke's journey. Let's go into uh, Kylo Ren's theme of letting the past die. Yeah, um, I'm gonna let you talk for a minute. And so okay, so let it let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Um,
0: it seems like, bes- like. Before we go into, like, how Kylo was consumed by that, yeah, it seems like that was another line that matches with the very first line of The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens began with a line, mm-hmm. this will begin to make things right.
1: Yeah. It was a meta line talking about, and, talking oh, and, about the... Sorry to add to that. Um, yeah. The next few lines of dialogue with... Um, what was the other guy's name again? Sentec- Senteca? Something like that. Senteca? Um Senteca. Uh, he says, you cannot deny where you come from. Yeah. Like, he's saying you can't just let the past die, basically. Sorry, go on. Except
0: that, so his line was, this will begin to make things right. He was talking about the movie itself. Yeah. We'll begin to make things right from the prequels. Mm -hmm. This movie was, (laughs) let the past die. (laughs) Kill it if you have to. (laughs) Oh, by the way, we're going to go ahead and kill off Luke Skywalker, Um, and we're just going to, like, wipe the slate clean. Every mystery in Force Force Awakens set up. We're going to kill We don't care. Like... (laughs) Um, so it was, it was sort of a meta line for yeah. the whole thing as well. But Kylo Ren's whole philosophy that he's consumed by is this whole letting the past die idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he kills off his name. Um, he kills off Han Solo. He wants to blow up the Millennium Falcon. He he ends up diverting away the entire, <laughs> all of the TIE fighters. Yeah. Like everybody is like all like cheering and they're like, Yeah, they did it as if it was like in any way anybody's plan. Yeah. But like the Millennium Falcon, oh, they're so clever the Millennium Falcon luring it away. No, it was just Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren's yeah. yeah. Um, and then um his obsession with destroying Luke. Um But then he also that also ties into them him killing off um
1: Snoke. Snoke as well. Yeah. He's he's Good. done being control. Oh, on, that, on that note real quick, yeah. um, this is the first time we'll actually get to see, um, like in episode nine, uh, the slave become a master. So yeah. like there's a slave master relationship that Vader has with the Emperor. Yeah. that um, you don't actually get to see Vader afterwards because he dies. Kylo Ren finally did what Darth Vader yes. never could. And he, so this is going to be a completely makes, new. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So go on. Which makes him even more like worse than Vader because Vader could never, you yeah, know, overcome his right. master. But and yet Kylo Ren could and the rails, yeah. And just uh, and here's the, the thing that was fascinating I don't know if we have it I'm talking about it later that the conversation between Kylo Ren and Rey when he finally does his join me speech, which people were like, Oh, let's just rip off Vampire. Of no. It's a ripoff of Vampire and Attack of the Clones because Count Dooku does the same oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's um, like it's the poetry that's that's rhyming. Yeah. Um, but it was it was the best delivered "Join me" speech that I've because I've you seen. because you genuinely believe. You, I kind of wanted her to that join. She him. could, yeah. I was like. He he was just, he was pleading. It was like, yeah. I just want this to be
1: over. I yeah. don't want this. And, to, the Jedi to and the jo- Sith and the and light it, and the yeah. dark. and it was it genuine, just, like it was, it wasn't yeah. just join me so we can be powerful. It was like, I understand you, Rey. Okay. I understand Except, how you feel alone. Yes. But in the end, it was
0: join me so we can be powerful because in the end it was still yeah, I just want to rule the galaxy. And he was like, Ugh, "Kylo, you were so close. I know. Yeah. You were so close to the right answer. Yeah, you could have done it. And then you went like I. I honestly thought that he was like when they fought together yeah. that in the end they were going to be able to work together. Yeah, that he was going to join her. Yeah. But
1: no, mm-hmm. like what? Yeah, what? Well, because he's like he's he's actually. Letting the past That's die because he is consumed he is, by hate. Yeah, like he's he's done. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, there was obviously a darkness in him. There was a darkness in him to begin with, which is why Snoke was able to lure him. Yeah, um, and I think he's, you know, he, he's just saying like, regardless of Snoke or Luke or anybody, like yeah. I, I am my own person, and we're gonna we're gonna make things the way we want them to be, kind yeah. of like what Anakin wanted. Um, yeah, in uh, Revenge of the Sith, um, but he doesn't end up
0: confronting his failures. He right. he will not accept so, responsibility for the fact that he killed a yeah. bunch of Jedi. So and Luke, he believed at the time he believed he had killed Luke, and then went and off and killed his father. Mm-hmm. But he won't accept that responsibility. No, that was other all these other people
1: doing things to, to him. Me. Yeah, so this is where uh, Luke's theme and character arc. Um, intersect with Kylo Ren's theme and character arc. Luke had to learn from his failures. Kylo Ren didn't. And that's the message of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Which is brilliantly symbolized in their final meeting where Luke has the kind of ghost corporeal form. Yeah. Um, and, And Luke says to Kylo Ren, like, you strike me down in anger. I'll always be with you. And Kylo Ren literally tries to strike him, and he's still there. He's like, "See." And like, so, in the end, like, Kylo Ren
0: can say that he wants to let the past die, but it's not going to. But he can't. You let cannot it deny die. where
1: you come from. Yes, he can't yeah. let it go, so he can't let the past die. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a hypocrite. Yeah, um, and 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 that's that is the villainy. Yeah, I mean it. So, it, and go ahead. I was just gonna say it was just a, it was just such a brilliant way to symbolize that. Yeah. Um, that you know, yeah. I, I guess that's all. i yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> Really, let's since we were just talking about let's talk about Luke's Force Ghost. Yeah. Did you pick up that it was a Force Ghost? I mean, I knew something wasn't right. Yeah, because, something wasn't right because like he had a brown beard. Yeah, like I, I, when he first so showed up. At
1: first, I'm thinking, okay, well, before he wanted to go help his friends, he wanted to. <laughs> Shower, and... oh, no, see, I, didn't, I didn't think
0: that. I thought that <laughs> like, it was because he, because he, had spit, Ray had said that he had been become disconnected from the Force. Yeah, I thought maybe him like becoming connected rejuvenated, the Force had rejuvenated him. him. Yeah, and then he re- went and touched Leia. So I was like, well, he's not a ghost. Yeah, but he's yeah. touching Leia, um, but but then he's Leia, got that was light. The, Leia was the only person that he touched. Yeah, like it was because of their connection. Yeah. Yeah, and... But then he's got the lightsaber. Know, and you're like, he,
1: and we just saw it explode. Yeah, it really... That confused So you're me. like... But again, the symbolism being this is the last of the Skywalker saga right here. And one thing that I didn't pick up on
0: was the fact that he left no footprints. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I was so engrossed with um, happening. was yeah, like, happening. And they specifically yeah. like, showed um, Kylo's yeah. feet making the, the, mm-hmm. um, the footsteps and Luke's not. So I should have caught on that. And even after, even after he, he used his lightsaber against Luke mm-hmm. and hit him, I still was like, whoa, Luke's really powerful. He's got, yeah, now. I'd be too. I was
1: like, <laughs> it wasn't until like the most obvious, like him on the rock, like, yeah, it was, he was like, like, oh, duh. And like, I think <laughs> I actually went, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but that was awesome because that was showing Luke using force power uh, yeah. that we hadn't seen. And, and it shows how powerful he actually is. Yeah. You know? But, um, and this um, is the end of the
0: Royal bloodlines. Yeah. Um, the, the whole thing has been about the Skywalkers this
1: whole time. Yeah. And, um, I saw a reviewer say something that was really great. It was the force now belongs to us. Yeah. The whole point of Ray being a nobody. Yeah. Anybody can be Ray. Was that the, um, film crit
0: Hulk? Yes. Yes. His article is amazing. We'll we'll put a link to it on the Facebook Uh, page. It's it's what everybody's been sharing. Um, in fact, I have a friend who went and saw it the first time. He's in his forties. Um, he went and saw Star Wars when mm-hmm. it came out. He came out out of the Last Jedi and was like, "This movie's a mess. I hate it. This is awful. This is th- these aren't my movies anymore. I can't stand them." Like it is jarring. I understand. And then he read that article and was yeah. like, "He was like, it's a nice oh. article, but I still don't agree with it." Oh really? And then he went back. And saw it because his kids mm-hmm. wanted to see it. he went and saw it without yeah, yeah. the kids. When it, and then he came out of the theater and he was like, and he understood the message because I was because mm-hmm. I had the film
1: crit Hulk's article in yeah. my head. Yeah, I now love this movie. This yeah. is an incredible film. Yeah, um, and that, that's what I'm coming across is, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But everyone's complaints about the film, I just don't think they understand the message. I
0: also don't think that I. I, I also think they've only watched it once because yeah. even people who haven't read that article who are yeah. like, and eh, it's okay. They everybody says the second yeah. time around it's even better, which yeah. makes me really. Excited I know I for need to see it few. again. Um,
1: yeah, so yeah, so those were the the main themes. Again, oh, so we'll let's talk more later. But um, yeah, well, let's talk about
0: um, Ray being nobody yeah, in her sure. character arc because that's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. So let's um, we're going to talk about the character arcs now. Poe. So right at the very the very first scene, you know, you watch him, and oh, so great he ends up a hold yeah that was, so, I yeah. Swear, that was separate like, yeah just, his whole like, like, like the first lines of the movie like well and then he ends up he ended up trolling kylo oh. in the first film yeah so like is he gonna open every film being... yeah so he ends oh. up making the risky move of deciding that he's gonna go ahead and attack the dreadnought even yeah. though they were told to flee and and he ends up destroying the dreadnought yes yeah. But, but but they then, lose every single yeah, see, one of you their. You see bodies. Leia looking
1: at a screen of all the ships they lost, "There's, like, and she's there's like, nothing oh left." My God, yeah. yeah. He
0: destroyed their fighter fleet. Yeah, they have nothing left. So the minute they were like, Leia was like, "Listen, like I'm demoting you." Yeah. The minute that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be his story arc for the movie." Yeah. I'm really excited for what I was. I was like, "I'm so excited." For how Poe's gonna end up at the end of this, because it's a classic trope of the yeah. guy who gets demoted and then has to like learn a lesson, right? Because he's you know he's too flyboy, yeah. like I'm gonna I'm gonna go get him, like yeah. Uh, and so he ends up, um. I, so I knew what the trope was gonna be, and I was yeah. like, by the end of this movie, he's gonna be the coolest character, yeah. and in the end, he was. Oh yeah, he was great. Um. Uh, so he ends up staging a whole mutiny and
1: everything. Yeah, and, and it was like, but here's the thing you're still rooting for him because you actually don't know what Haldo's plan is. Exactly. You're, so like, you're like, what's Haldo doing? Like, like, What's wrong with this lady? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and when she shows up, he tells him to set for stun and then she shows up and stuns him. Yeah. I was super excited to see the stun effect yeah, because I it was can. the classic yeah. original. So I was like, okay, they aren't <laughs> like, you know, tweaking it to be like a blue yeah. laser. Like it was like, so like, so
1: Poe didn't get a proper character arc in the first force awakens. Um, because, because he, he, was, he was, supposed yeah. was supposed to die. Yeah. Um, and they but, liked they, him too much but they were like, Oscar Isaac is amazing. So, yeah. um, so they actually gave him one in this one. And I actually think it was the most, um, enjoyable. Yeah. Um, cause all the other ones are all over the place, you know, mm-hmm. um, but this one was kind of, it was, it was straightforward enough that you're like, you're completely on track with, like you said, it's a, it is a mm-hmm. classic trope. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, so like, yeah, he stages the mutiny. And then finally he learns, um, when they're, you know, attacking the walkers that he's like, no guys, we've got to pull up. We can't yeah. just sacrifice all our guys yeah. just, to, just to attack them. Yeah. Um, Doesn't do anything. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and thing, I think, well, I think that Poe
1: is going to be the leader of the resistance. I think he's going to be, he's like, the new Leia. Yeah, basically. Oh. And actually, um, I was talking to my brother about this, um, in Force Awakens, Everything that happens to him happened to Leia. He, um, the plans with the droid. Yeah. He gets captured. Yeah. Uh, he's rescued by a stormtrooper. Yeah. He's, he is Leia's story. Yeah. He's the yeah. new Leia. Um, yeah. I don't think people picked up on that because they're like, oh, or, he's the new Han. We're going to no. find out that he and Finn are brothers. <gasps> <gasps> um, so he...
0: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so, Finn will kiss him, and later on we'll be like, but they're brothers. That was weird. (laughs) Well, I think there's a big, huge contingent of people online who want to see Poe and Finn kiss anyway. I know, but
1: um, speaking of Finn. Yeah. um, I think he was actually the weakest part of this movie. Yeah. I didn't think he had an arc. It was Okay, so I know basically what his story was. He just cared about saving his friend, and he didn't care about the bigger picture. And Rose kind of showed him why it was the bigger picture. Yeah. But I didn't care. I was like, eh, yeah, okay, which is really disappointing yeah. because I like him. Because Finn,
0: actually, Finn's story in *Force Awakens* is brilliant. Yeah. Um, now I did think it was really interesting. So he ends up finally back on a star destroyer mm-hmm. with this whole huge, gigantic army of stormtroopers in front of him. These are his
1: brothers. That's yeah. actually that's actually what I was thinking of when he got. If I were... read the, like the novelization of this, mm-hmm. it would be better, you know, because you could actually like. Hear maybe yeah. thoughts and stuff. But, but, you no, know,
0: but here's the thing: he's such, John Boyega is such a good actor. I saw it on his face. Yeah. I could see
1: that he was like, "This, these are my brothers," and now I'm being drug in front I think I traitor. just wish there was more emphasis on the fact that he broke the conditioning. I wish that yeah. was a plot line still yeah. carried through. Yeah, um, and then when Captain
0: Phasma confronts him and it's like, "You're scum." Yeah, and he's like, "I'm rebel scum." At the same time, I felt like when he moved in to sacrifice his life mm-hmm. against the big, huge cannon, that it was—I felt like it was he had internalized the whole "your scum" and was like, "Yeah, I have to—I—I I, I have to give
1: up my life because, yes, I am just yeah, dead, you're mature. okay." There's so there's more to it than yeah. than we give him credit for yeah. Um, it's just with everything going on, it just didn't feel as important. Yeah. Um, and and the whole Canto Bite thing. Was I felt yeah
0: it, unnecessary it, in general just it, because it was very like was so, out of place yeah it was, it was out of place
1: but it was so great that I like I enjoyed yeah. the
0: scenes but it,
1: yeah yeah um so Rose new character um I wouldn't say she had much of an arc she was just more there to um show Finn yeah the other side she was um, she
0: acted she was actually you know she, the role she played for Finn hmm. she played the mentor. Yeah. Even though she was basically the fangirl stand-in. Yeah. Because she was like, oh, I've heard all about you guys. It's amazing. You guys are all these amazing heroes. Um, She was the one who, when he had the refusal of the call. Yeah. Because he was going to be fleeing the ship. She was the one who stopped him. Mm -hmm. And then was like, no, you're going with me. And then (laughs) she saved his life. She played the role of the mentor, yeah, um, in it, and she even like you know she even sacrificed her life for him by by you know hitting him. And, it was, and, and in the end, she turned out to be alive. But I was actually i I was disappointed when her head slumped over, and I was like, "Are they really gonna kill her?" But then I was also right. disappointed when it turned out she was alive because I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it feels like that should have like yeah like she should have been." Like, it felt like a cop out. Yeah. Like I, I would have just been happy if she was like, We gotta save the ones we love. And then he like helped her out and she was and you know, and I she stumbled felt... back and was like wounded and stuff. But the
1: whole like slumping her head over so you think that she's dead. I also thought it was like... really awkward that she like kissed Finn because I didn't really sense chemistry at all between them. I No, not really And there was no love story. They didn't like There wasn't they didn't flirt. There's a the thing, it...
0: if you think you're gonna die, like
1: Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're, it's fine. You think you're, about, you think you're just, about to die. Yeah. You're unattached. You're like, um, I'm gonna kiss this person before I die. <laughs> more importantly, the best new character is Haldo. Yeah. So we talked already. At first, you're like, yeah. you don't really like her. Yeah. Um, but when you realize her plan mm-hmm. and just her scenes with Leia are
0: well, so great. Yeah,
1: and that, um, that her whole thing was that she wasn't looking for glory. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The she, line was. Um, Oh, what was the line? It was she didn't want to, see, she didn't care about seeming like a hero. She just cared about saving lives, about saving um, yeah. the light, I think. saving the light. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and she is like a really, really inspiring character, and I'm yeah. really, really sad that she's dead. Yeah, but
1: wow, what a death scene! Yeah, I mean the expression on her face, like you are not going to blow up my transports, yeah. like. Well, and turns she turns the ship around when she. And
0: here's the thing: like this, it's actually a payoff. From episode four. Because when Luke's like, why don't you just jump into hyperspace? And Han's like, it's not like Dustin Cropp's kid, you yeah. could like smash into yeah, a star. It could be across like, a million star systems. Yeah. And mm. and he says you could exp- and you could find yourself scattered across a dozen star systems. Yeah. When she hits Snoke's ship. She destroys the entire fleet. Yeah. And they weren't like lined up in a row. Yeah. What happened was like it appears now that when you enter hyperspace, you sort of like. Divide in a way, like because yeah. it's extra dimensional and stuff. Yeah, so she just tore through. Yeah, big the, the entire fleet all
1: at once. Yeah, and that and th- the fact that it, like it all went silent. Yeah, and it was like, pfft. yeah. And another, yeah. On, on that note, so the first order fleet is now decimated again. Yeah, the resistance is decimated again. Yeah. So it's now like Kylo Ren and ray from scratch. Yeah, have to try to control Except- the galaxy except
0: that I think there's a lot more to the first order fleet. They did say, they said like, like they're going to be scattered, you know, all over the galaxy, like conquering everything. So I think that like, this is just like, 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 but this is like, you put like the best of the best on the leadership. Like they've lost
1: everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so Ray, um, being a nobody pays off in two ways. Yeah. Um, one, her personal character development. She desperately wants to be somebody. She wants to be a Skywalker. You yeah. know? She wants her parents to be important. Yeah. And she can't face the fact She's always known, as Kylo yeah. Ren said. She's yeah. always known. Like, just to make the mirror, yeah. like, showing herself. Like, you've always known who you are. Yeah. Now, do you... Th- Some people online have been like, well, Kylo's obviously lying.
0: You think he is? I don't like that. I don't like
1: it at all either. I don't like it. Because also, the second point of what I was going to say yeah. is being a nobody, which I already touched on, was anybody can be yeah. Ray. Yeah. It's a new generation. The Force belongs to us. Yeah. Now, there's a big, huge contingent of fans online mm-hmm.
0: who ship Reylo, they call it. Mm-hmm. Ray and Kylo. They ship them. Your shipping is? No. Shipping is putting the people in a relationship. Basically, the people they want to see together. Okay. And I was like, like when they like st- teamed up, I'm like, I'm totally a, a Raylo shipper. Like they're totally <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah, to end yeah, up yeah, like yeah. they're gonna be this cool like dynamic yeah. power couple. Um, one person said is that right after she has her vision where mm-hmm. she sees herself, Kylo says that he saw her parents. Mm-hmm. So some people have said what if instead of her seeing what she wanted she saw what kylo wanted and kylo saw what she wanted so what she wants is to see her parents what kylo wants is ray oh mm, raylo <laughs> so that's yeah. uh yeah so i i can definitely i could definitely see like her getting kylo to atone yeah But at the same time, he yeah, it's hard to see. I think Kylo just want to retread of Return of the Jedi, where she redeems
1: him. Well, here's the thing: I actually felt like this movie was Empire and Return of the Jedi combined. Yes, and the ninth film is something completely new to bring us back to the prequels. Yeah, Um, uh, because they had all those same scenes of like like Snoke showing Rey the fleet being destroyed. Like it was the exact same thing in Return of the Jedi. Um, So. it is very, I don't think that there's any more hope for Kylo Ren. I think the whole point was when Luke said, I'm sorry, I couldn't save your son. And Leia says, I need to admit he was lost long ago. Yeah. We all need to accept Kylo Ren's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's actually a hard lesson for me to learn too, because I'm still very much in the mindset of like Luke in Return of the Jedi. Like I can save you father. Like I cannot, I I can't say that people aren't worth saving. How do you parse Luke saying,
0: oh, I can absolutely save my father who like murdered a bunch of babies and yeah. is was like super, super evil with him being like, I'm just going to go ahead and sneak over to this kid's tent and maybe think about murdering him.
1: Well, I know, Luke, but it feels like, well, here's the thing. He does say, um, it was more being scared because he said that it, um, uh, I can't remember the dialogue exactly, but it was, was poetic. Um, something about it, like the thought instantly went away yeah. within seconds. Um, and I think it was just more that seeing what Kylo was capable of yeah. scared him so much because he didn't actually see what he didn't see Anakin kill a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually see it physically. Um, yeah. Um, so I and I think I think point being the difference is he's saving his father. Um, he wasn't responsible for his father's darkness. Yeah. He is responsible in part um, for not being able to help Kylo Ren. Yeah, which is why he sends the darkness from, him, and, and that scared him. Okay, so yeah. that—that's kind of how I justify it. Yeah. Uh, and again, the point of Luke is he is a flawed character. Yeah, but he comes out on top with the right, uh, you know, morality. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's see here, and we've still, as far as yeah, uh, so the character arcs we've already gone over Ray, Kylo, and Luke. Yeah. Plenty. Um, Leia was a bit static, I felt, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, but she was um, sort of
0: playing the mentor role. Yeah. Like, in the same way, like, if you were to go and look at Obi-Wan in A New Hope, mm-hmm. he had a static role. Yeah. He was there and then he died. But but I think she was there sort of as the grounding. What did you think about, um, they call her Super Leia? Oh, the the scene with the... Yeah. The force. I loved it. On yeah, online people get upset about it, but I thought it was great because I, what it showed was yeah. that she herself is also very powerful in the force. Yeah. She's just never needed to use it. Yeah. That that and that she is like, she's kind of a almost divine. Well, being here's the thing. In her uh, own
1: at the end of the movie, she hands off the Baton de Ray. Yeah. She says, like, "You're gonna be all right." And I think that that's why actually episode nine will be okay without her, because, yeah, actually, I feel like because they can alive they can you know like they can start the movie with them saying like, Leia's finally passed away. We've had a bit of a time jump, um yeah. she's passed away. These are the new rebels and resistance fighters, uh, the, no they're not the resistance, they're the rebellion, yeah, the, the, the rebellion, yeah, which yeah. I thought was cool um. No, they should call themselves the confederacy, the, um, or the confederacy of independent systems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, really bring it back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're calling ourselves the trade federation. <laughs> bring back all the racial stereotypes too. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I felt like, um, yeah, so yeah, in that sense, Leia had a great mentor uh, relationship that she passed the baton on to, but she didn't herself have anything that she was really trying to learn. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And Snoke. Okay. There's a reason we haven't talked about Snoke much because he doesn't matter people. Yeah. He doesn't matter. There's a reason he died. He doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and I, I really, really liked that you saw how terrifying
0: he was. Oh yeah. Like he didn't even raise his hand to electrocute Kylo. Yeah. It was like, both.
1: Every, he just was waving he everybody around. Whipping like, Ray around nothing. like yeah. whatever. Um, um, but his hubris destroyed him. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing, and so we'll, we'll go ahead and bring some of the complaints back up. Um, people were like, they didn't reveal who Snoke was. I understand <clears throat> that bothers me a little bit, um, yeah. but they didn't reveal who the Emperor was in yeah. the original trilogy, and people thought that was great. Yeah, except that except that the Emperor was a little bit more <clears throat>
0: developed by the time he got bumped off. Like, I feel, I feel like they could have used he, something.
1: He had the same you know, amount of scenes.
0: It was... All you had to do is just throw in something, like, say, like, I was once called Plagius, or they once called me
1: Bane. Like, do something. Yeah, but the point is, you you don't want to give his story any weight, because the idea is just Kylo Ren is the focus, okay? Yeah. He's overthrowing this guy who had control over him. Who cares? Like, it's... I'm looking forward to, to reading a Snoke novel. Yeah, yeah.
0: To find out. Yeah. Because
1: I think he actually does have a really interesting... It's probably interesting story, but it's not like in the original trilogy, they're like, and then the emperor became emperor by doing this. And yeah. this is why he's so powerful in the force. They didn't do any of that. He was just this cackling old guy. Yeah, unless, just you, like unless you read the novelization. Okay. But we're just talking about seeing the movies. All right. Yeah. All, right. Um, all right. Let's just go to our favorite, just real quick, our favorite shots. Yeah. Um, the first scene when uh, they're dropping the bombs in the dreadnought. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Rose's sister, yes, which, like, which is like another great new character that you don't have to get to see. Yeah, um, that was such a powerful. Yeah, that was such yeah. a powerful opening. Yeah, it was very very Kicking much the, yeah. like a
0: World War II style yeah. uh, thing. Also, um, no, there is not gravity in space. All of those bombs apparently had magnets mm. that are they're attracted towards like the largest piece of magnetic material. That was, okay. It was in the visual dictionary to apparently explain it because a bunch of people were like, "So apparently there's gravity in space now because <laughs> it was just dropping them out." No, yeah. they were they were propelled t- towards that. It was right. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the bombers were cool, but those were really really slow.
1: Yeah, like, effect, those were yeah.
0: lumbering. I'm, um, there's a reason that Poe had to take out the guns. Yeah, like, was... I I actually I played the um, X-wing miniatures game and I'm like,
1: how slow are they going to make <laughs> these things? Because they were ponderously yeah. slow. <laughs> um, one of the best scenes in the movie, which was a symbolism for the way it was going to go. Yeah. So like for two years, we've been speculating like where Luke's first words going to be when he gets, yeah. the, when he hands the lightsaber, like there's just so much depth and, and weight, emotional weight there. He, yeah. he, he gets it from Ray. He looks at it like longingly and then chucks it behind him and walks away. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yes. Great. Like, yeah. Like Luke said in the trailer, this is not going to go the way that you think. Yeah. And it was perfect. Yeah. Um, because it set up the tone of the whole movie.
0: Yeah. Um, also, Luke, when he's talking to her and he says, where are you from? Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm from nowhere. And he says, nobody's from nowhere. Yeah. Except that we did later discover she is from nowhere. She's yeah. nobody. And then he, and then she says, "I'm from Jakutia." Goes well, yeah. No, that's nowhere. No, now. That is nowhere.
1: <laughs> the humor like, in the movie is great. Yeah. Um, uh, we already talked about Haldo and Lightspeed. Yeah. One of the best scenes in the movie. Um,
0: now we did see, we have seen a similar type of thing before, as far as like the silence in the Sonic Bombs that's episode, true um yeah in episode two yeah um where it just goes silent for a second and mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but the this it was completely different because i don't feel like there was silence in the universe when that silence happened that was silence for us the audience oh yeah just like oh yeah
1: just to have soak this moment in, of like yeah. soak it in yeah oh, which man. Was brilliant um seeing yoda again amazing who was a puppet yeah, he
0: was not CGI, it was, which kind of threw me off at first. It did throw me because off. I'm so
1: used to seeing him in CGI. And it, but it didn't but, really. But it also didn't really look like Puppet Yoda from the original trilogy. Um, it was like they it was took quite different. It was like they took
0: the puppet from Empire and then like smoothed him out a little bit. Yeah. here's the thing: for some reason, we seem to have lost the technology of puppets <laughs> <laughs> because like the yeah. Yoda in Empire Strikes Back was incredible, and then when yeah. they tried to do a puppet for Phantom Menace. Yeah. They did so badly that they later went back and made him CGI, like yeah. for later re-releases. And this and this one was pretty good, um, mm-hmm. but and yeah, it, it wasn't quite as good as the um, yeah. original one. He seems smaller to me. Yeah, he just felt like he was. Yeah. It felt like he was
1: more like the Clone Wars Yoda. Like, but really I mean, his one, personality was perfect. Yeah, it was he was great. still sort of like that yeah. trickster and. Yeah. Um, and like that line where he's like, still your mind, not on what you're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um That scene where they sent out the transmission and like no one is responding. Yeah. And they're like, they've just lost all hope. I was waiting for like and, the fleet to show up. Oh yeah, just me too. I was like,
0: oh And it another didn't. expectation. Yeah. It gone. didn't. They have
1: nothing. Yeah. There are ten people left yeah. in the entire galaxy <laughs> yeah. who are opposed to these yeah. guys. Um and then, so yeah, everything's quiet. They've all lost hope. The expressions on their faces, and Luke strolls in, mm-hmm. and it's quiet. And he's got the kind of the hood on, and he comes and then he talks to Leia, and then and then kissing her on the forehead, gives her the dice, and yeah, and then kissing her on the forehead, and then walking out onto the battlefield. Mm-hmm. That just segment was just so beautiful yeah. and touching, and and him like when he's yeah. after, right after.
0: Um, Kylo unleashes all the guns on him mm-hmm. and there's just the red smoke and everything. And he's just standing there with like the red smoke billowing behind him. Yeah. Was another fantastic and gorgeous. Freshes it off. Yeah. Like, Hey, you didn't do yeah. nothing to me. Um, and which and at the time it was like, Oh wow. He was able to collect right, right, all that power. Right. That's what I nope, was thinking. He's not
1: there. Yeah. Um, the kid at the very end, uh, again, a very powerful scene because it represented yeah. so much. Um, uh, nobody, and, nobody's from nowhere. And
0: I that didn't,
1: <laughs> and I did not catch this visually
0: that he used like the force to like pull yeah. the lightsaber was, or the, the the broom to his hand. It was quick, and then he holds yeah. up
1: the broom like it's a lightsaber, yeah. and it's just so much. It's like every single theme and message of the movie combined into one into mm. that one shot of the kid. It's the perfect end shot yeah. for the movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to share something. Um, so. The best scene for me personally mm-hmm. was after all of this, Luke is you know, drained, wiped out. He gets back on the rock to watch the two suns set. And if you're a true Star Wars fan, you understand the symbolism of that mm-hmm. because in A New Hope, one of the first scenes with him is staring out at the two suns. Mm-hmm. Um, the very final shot of episode three is the two suns rising. Yeah. Um, and Luke was there as baby. Yeah. Um, so I, a couple weeks ago, I decided like, you know what? I really feel like, like Luke is my favorite character and mm-hmm. he just changes so much from film to film yeah. that I want to write an essay about his journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so literally hours, uh, before I saw last Jedi, I decided to go ahead and because I was just like waiting. I was like pacing back and forth in my house, like come on, I want to go see the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was like, okay, let's just sit down. Let's just write the first paragraph. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's the first paragraph of my essay. <clears throat> the first scene that ever resonated with me in Star Wars, well, actually in anything, was the infamous and breathtaking shot of Luke Skywalker staring out the horizon on his desert home world of Tatooine. He looks out on a ridge as not one, but two suns, bold orange and white, set closely to each other, accompanied by a score that felt hopeful and soothing, but also sad at the same time. With just a glance from Luke, you can truly feel as he feels, that there's more for him out there, and that he knows he will soon start his long journey. To me, it represented both the hopelessness of his situation, being stuck on the farm as the suns descend on his dreams, and yet also his unyielding optimism as he uses this yearning for more as fuel for a positive disposition. I may have only been six or seven years old at the time, but I understood Luke in that moment. I understood what he was going through in that 30-second shot, even if I couldn't yet express how or why. Mm. Do you understand what that scene means to me now, that that's his last shot? Yeah. Like, and that he he becomes a force ghost, or uh, what he... Yeah he, yeah, he evaporates. His story is done. Yeah, it's done. Like when he looks at the suns in the New Hope, he's like, "I know my story's got to begin." Yeah, he's he's looking out like it. There's more for me out there. Yeah, and now he's staring at the sunset, having gone through so much. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm ready. I'm at peace." As Ray says, she says he was at peace because he's ready to leave it to the next generation. Yeah. So it's going to be very easy for me to write the last paragraph of this essay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why that shot, like and I wrote this like hours before the movie mm-hmm. and then that shot yeah. comes in and I'm like, Oh my God. Well, And he's
0: looking, what exactly is he doing? He's doing exactly what you would have criticized to
1: criticize him for. Oh yeah. Always As looking at He's, ahead. Done, he's yeah. looking <laughs> to the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I no, that, that, that's a good point yeah. yeah um so yeah um those are some of our favorite scenes um yeah we've already touched on people's complaints a bit um we already you know explained why the the no snoke reveal is not a big deal um everyone's like so upset that they built up that ray was a mystery yeah but i think that actually needed to be built up because then ray being a nobody means something yeah exactly if you always knew ray was a nobody yeah. The fact that the message is we're all nobodies, but we can all stand up uh, for hope wouldn't have any any weight to it.
0: And a bunch of people have said, well, he just went through and flipped off J.J. Abrams (laughs) and destroyed his mystery boxes. But here's the thing. A movie is not made in a vacuum. Ryan Johnson didn't come in and write the script and and throw it in Kathleen Kennedy's face and says, Make this movie. This <laughs> yeah. is what I'm making. Give me $200 million. <laughs> yeah. Like, J.J. J. Abrams saw the script. Yeah. J.J. J. Abrams worked with Kathleen Kennedy on approving the script. Like, yeah. it. everybody knew what was going on. Ryan Johnson didn't watch The Force Awakens and and be like, I'm just going to flip off everything that (laughs) J.J. did. And Kathleen Kennedy was like, okay, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Like, they went through and figured out why certain things. And J.J. Abrams, with his mystery box theory, doesn't believe what's inside the box matters. Yeah, so he doesn't care. He Ryan Johnson, right.
1: His whole philosophy like, is he just wants to pull you in. Yeah, so we're set pulled in. Up. So we're so, pulled in with Force Awakens. So for two years, we were talking about
0: what's in the box. Yeah, and then he's like, "Raise nobody." Yeah,
1: Snoke, Snoke is no matter.
0: Yeah, and and yeah. Luke is going to throw away his lightsaber. Like yeah. it's the entire thing is was set up so that basically they
1: were the bowling pins were set up. So yeah. that Ryan can knock him down again. Again, saying we're done with the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Except not
0: entirely yet because Kylo Ren still exists. So he no. So he has to basically he has to be vanquished. Mm-hmm. But he is it's the, the last, last remnant. Yeah. He's the last remnant
1: of. But in a sense, Skywalker. he's tried to destroy the Skywalker himself. And we talked about earlier that like yeah. he. Um, yeah, and I guess some people were upset with how Luke. Um, Luke's story and how he ended um, people were like people were saying like he just went out with a fizzle and it's like like I just said that's the point his story is done he's and, at peace and
0: like uh, um, people were upset because they're like but like he fought and then like it didn't do anything except what it did it got the was it allowed out. ten people the last <laughs> ten people yeah. including his sister mm-hmm. to make their final escape When they would
1: not have been able to, yeah, they would have all died in that cave, right? And that is the spark that will light the fire that will burn the first order down. Yes, exactly. Um, And then I guess some people are upset that, um, well, not upset, but just wondering how they're going to fit all the rest of the story. It is. I don't. I don't understand that at all because you jump. You just jump ahead a few years.
0: Yeah. Every single one of the previous films, this one like immediately began where the previous one did, so it which is up. the
1: first time that's happened. Yeah,
0: but there was ten year gap between one and two. Mm-hmm. There was a four year gap between two and two three. and three. There was a two twenty year gap. Then there was a three three year gap, year. and then again then there a was three-ish. another three year gap. So there's no reason why you can't be like, oh, five years later, hey, look, like the force is springing up
1: all over the galaxy. Actually, I just realized in ring theory, um, cause actually the gap between empire and, and return, at least cinematically, doesn't feel that long because they're mm-hmm. going after Han and the carbonate. Yeah. So it's like empire to return right next to each other. Yeah. And then force awakens and last Jedi right next to each other. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of the forms a ring, mm-hmm. and then you bring back. Around. Yeah. Um, so
0: by, if you give the, that, a few years gap, that allows you to have like this brand new rebellion mm-hmm. you can have in the opening crawled that the that the first order has become the new empire, like they're mm-hmm. now like the empire and they rule the galaxy, and you know there's something that they're gonna be able to do to you know completely end up yeah you know stopping the yeah the this new empire as the, as the rebellion and um yeah, so it's i don't I don't see anything like the only thing they have to do is figure out what they're gonna do with kylo ren that's the literally the only thing that they have to resolve yeah what to do about the first
1: order and yeah. what to do about kylo ren that's it yeah because it, it very much felt like the last scenes with ray and this new generation you know it was like yeah. you could leave it at that if you wanted you could end
0: the yeah. entire story right there yeah like okay yeah so. the, like this first order
1: rising but there's hope mm-hmm. so yeah um so, obviously, there's more we could talk about. We'll leave that for future episodes. Um, yeah, there's so much more we could talk about. That was our review of Last Jedi. Yes. Um, let's just do some quick trivia, and we'll be done. Then I rolled the log over. Underneath was a tiny little stick. And I was like, that log had a child. Okay, so now I, We had a bet. We did. Last time. I, the winner got two trivia points. Yes. I said if things ended worse for Luke, like Luke dies, I get two points. And you said Leia was going to die and things would end worse for her. And she would get two points. Yes. Now, Luke died. Okay. But things didn't end up worse for him. I know. He
0: became one with the Force. He actually had the much better ending. Okay. Princess Leia... No, Princess Leia got shot into space and now has to walk with a cane. She is much more damaged. Luke actually... He's more alive than he ever has been. Okay, okay. The Force but, is an energy field but, created by all living things. But the structure... the the Force. Let me say something. The structure of the bet no, started said, with who dies. But then it turned into whoever ends up worse. You know what? I re-listened to
1: it. I'm willing to call it a tie. I'm not submitting it to you. Because he did die and that was part of the bet. But he didn't die. He became one with Force. Okay, but... Cut. Everyone knew he was always going to become one with the force. That was implied. But he... No, no. Things are worse like, for Lele. He to start a whole new cut, rebellion. He was not cut down or anything. I'm not submitting anything to you, but I also think it's fine if, if uh, I don't get the two points. Let's just move on. All right.
0: <laughs> so we're at... I'm at 56 and Gabe's at 61. All right. Hit me up. All right. So let's do this. Which two-word insult... Does Han Solo call Uncar plot for putting a compressor on the ignition line? Jeez. Oh, um. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Calls him a moof milker. Moof milk. milker. A moof milker. Maybe
1: that's what was
0: on Octo. Yeah, it was a moof.
1: I was wondering because people were like, at first I thought they're bringing back blue milk, but it was green. But yeah, then I read it was green, and I yeah. didn't remember. Yeah, it was green. Um,
0: yeah. But <laughs> also, Han probably doesn't know about Octo, so he doesn't <laughs> know about about the aliens on that yeah. planet. So, all right. When trying to see the map in Rey's head, Kylo Ren says Han Solo would have disappointed her if he was what her father. Yes. Which, when I rewatched that scene, that's a real, real good scene. Oh yeah, that's, that's such really a good great. scene. Yeah. Who claims that BB-8 is one of a kind? Poe. Yeah, yeah he does. How many parsecs does Ray mistakenly think the Millennium? Fourteen. About? Yeah. Which system is home? Renaissance, uh, not the Renaissance, (laughs) the resistance base, uh, earth, (laughs) uh, Hosnian prime or whatever. Hosnian system. No.
1: What?
0: The Ilenium system. Wait,
1: what's, what's Hosnian?
0: Hosnian prime is the capital of the Republic. Oh shit. The resistance base, the Ilenium system. Shit, if I just stopped to think about it, I was so overconfident. Which body part does Finn keep grabbing that frustrates Ray during their first minutes
1: together? Her hand. Yep. That's kind of a really badly worded question. I know. Uh, okay, not, no, so I missed. Two. He's no Donald Trump. Yeah. So. <laughs> he just lost all her Trump fans. Uh, okay, so, all right, that was one plus four is five. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: so 65
1: for game. All right. <clears throat> What color are the eyes of the creature that watches the lonely, frightened BB-8 roll away from the destroyed village on Jakku? Red. Indeed. He's got red glowing eyes. What does Maz Kanata feel Rey is seeking that is ahead of her and not behind? Who does she believe? What does Maz what? believe Rey is seeking that is ahead of her and not behind her? Family Belonging. Belonging. Is it the belonging you seek? The belonging you seek. Is that yeah. head? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What was the name given to Kylo Ren at birth? Ugh. Ben. What is Finn wearing that causes BBA to shock him with a welding arm the one they meet? His jacket. Yeah. Which kind of ship does FN two one eight seven ask Poe Dameron if he can fly? Can you fly a TIE Fighter? Which four words does Han Solo bark at Ray and Finn during their exciting reunion at Starkiller Base? Oh. Is it a room, though? No. Uh, Which four words, you know, it's four words, does he say to Ray and Finn during their reunion at Starkiller Base? Ooh. I, I don't line. know. uh Escape now, hug later. On like, the... They're on the base. Oh, it's Escape okay. now, hug later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I, don't remember, I don't actually remember that line. So now it is 60 to 65. All right. All right, that's it. We're <laughs> yeah. done with this episode. Yeah, this is a real long one. Um, um, we want to get it all out there. We're going to come up
0: with a new replacement. For Snoke for, Theories, because Snoke theory, theory, doesn't matter. Um, I'm thinking maybe I will have a segment now that will be a, we will do my pitches for mm-hmm. new Star Wars films or comic books or yeah. um, TV series um, and I'll pitch a new idea each week. Or if there's something
1: you want to see us talk about, yeah, let if let there's us something know. You
0: want, Yeah, let us know. Um, as far as I can tell, um, we
1: have One listener, (laughs) yeah. CJ, we get a few download, Um, like like a like like we we typically get on average ten downloads an episode. Yeah, but I don't know who these people are if they actually even listen.
0: We will we Uh, have fourteen episodes out. Yeah, and we have three hundred downloads. Yeah, so I'm bad at math, but that's not very many. No. (laughs) Um. So the way you can help that out is by going over into iTunes. And rating the podcast. Yeah. Um, Because that will actually boost us up and make it easier for people to find us in iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um, I've got two people at the post office that I've told about this. Oh, wow. And hopefully
1: I'll get them subscribing. (laughs) Here's the thing. 14 more downloads apiece. This podcast is the spark that will light the fire, (laughs) that will burn all the other Star Wars podcasts down. Yeah, that's right. There may only be 10 people on this Millennium Falcon. We're coming for you, (laughs) Rebel Force Radio. Yeah. (laughs) This podcast is the Millennium Falcon with 10 resistance fighters left. Maybe
0: someday we'll be as big as (laughs) Rebel Force Radio. Yeah. Who will have Little Debbie snack cakes as their sponsor. (laughs) We'll be
1: that big someday.
0: All All right. right.
1: Well, if anybody doesn't like Last Jedi, have them listen to this because we just proved them all wrong. Yes. Right? I think so. I think so. And we will see you next time.
0: I've heard this raw podcast only once before. Didn't scare me enough then. It does now.